Happy Tuesday. Why, hello. I do believe it is the 15th of May. Which is crazy. It really is. Just how we keep on rolling and rolling and rolling. And here we all are on a slightly cloudy but lovely day in Tulsa. It's been very warm in the greater Bixby area. And um, very fruitful few days around here. Mm-hmm. Lots going on. Yeah. That, um, that barn building has sheetrock going in. And that's got us very excited. Yes, we uh, we went over. I guess it was at the end of last week, just to look and and choose a few things. And it's just such an experience to be inside. There's just all kinds of work going on, and and all of that. And things are framed out, but you know, hadn't been sheetrocked yet. But you can see the form of what he he showed us, what the Lord showed us, and it's just oh. And let me tell you, you go to that back porch, mm. and that view is like, you can see Poema, the pond, and just trees, and it's so green on Arba right now. And uh, We're spoiled, in yeah. fact, by that springtime green, Yeah, because it's very green. The grass, the trees, very lush. Yeah, and there's just um, wildlife showing up. Like We've seen it more and more each year, but I can't even number... The amount of different bird types that are there right now and the different songs you can hear. And uh, Pa actually had a really cool experience during Tented um, this past week. I did, yes. We we sometimes um, get this great opportunity throughout our week and we get to go to the tent and pray. And um, each one of us doing that individually. I was there last Wednesday morning and um, I have this whistle that uh, is kind of one of my signature whistles. And if you don't have a signature whistle, you really need to get one. I can't whistle at all, so, so All I can I tell you is, is find your signature whistle. That's so, funny. is that your signature whistle? It's my only whistle. Okay. So, I'm going to do mine quickly. It's... So, I did my signature whistle, and um, I, just, I was just in the, the tent... And praying and gotten to this great point in Papa's presence. And the birds were kind of chirping a little outside. And so I did my bird whistle and I heard a bird repeat it back to me. So I thought, okay, well, that's crazy. So I felt Papa leave me just to leave the tent and go join creation. And I did. And as I did, a few more and a few more birds kind of started joining in. So I did my signature whistle again, and um, more and more birds started singing, but this one or two would repeat it back to me, exactly as I did it, and I I couldn't believe it. So, um, the more I did it, the more birds joined, until finally, a couple of geese were maybe 20 meters, 20 yards away, and they're they're just chilling, you know, they're just hanging out in generations, not far from the tent, you know, they're kind of casual, they're not making a noise, they're just kind of observing, and all of a sudden, I I did my whistle, one of the birds replied, and, the, and one of those geese went nuts, and started <laughs> just mack, 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 macking at, at creation with us, 
and some frogs joined in, and it just ended up being we have a actually I actually have all this on video, which is fun, and um, and just hearing how the creation's crescendo built and built and built, and really felt like Papa was saying that you know of all of the things that we have used as as kind of that earmark for this season right now and and uh from terraforming legacy and and just how the the uh horses the four horses of choice have been released and um and how we're seeing that louder and louder and grace is is becoming less and less and daily bread grace is really what we have but in all of that we also are becoming known by creation and creation recognizes us and responds to us and it's just such a mind-boggling thing to see creation respond. It wasn't even a land mission. Usually we have to go on a land mission to do something like that, but not not on Wednesday. So um, very, very much a blessing. Yeah, and we, uh, we just can't express enough the joy we have found in our tented time, which we've talked about a few times <clears throat> on the podcast, which is just... We're all just spending time in the tent praying throughout the week. And some people go once a week. Some people go multiple times. And just spending an hour or two there. And it's really not a time of um, active intercession, though I think there are people assessing. But it's it's really experiencing Him. And, um, And I think in... You know, everybody writes us and tells us that's been in the tent, like, so we're keeping a whole um, file right now on, you know, what everybody experiences and tented. And it just, I mean, I get so inspired when I read, you know, somebody writes and I'm reading how they encountered Papa and experienced him. And, and then I'm just so excited for my next time and what I get to share because then we're just all going to get to feast on this together. And, and we feel it. We feel it in the tent, that time of just experiencing Him. And, and if He prompts us to pray, we do. If He prompts us to praise, we do. You know, whatever He prompts us to, we do that. And it's just been really amazing. So we know we'll keep this going through, you know, the barn. Uh, yes, we will. Being done, and, and we'll see what he says after that. Um, but it's been amazing. So if y'all are coming to visit this summer, please do. Yes, you can. You can join. Uh, you can join tempted with us. And also, hey, if you are coming, would you? And you're going to be here for August rush. Would you please, please register? Generally, we get registrations, and and we get up to the last. Two, two weeks, three weeks, and all of a sudden, all these registrations come in, and it's, and we're so excited. But we do have planning we're doing, and and Papa obviously, you know, is leading us and guiding us. But but it it is nice to know, you know, that you'll be with us, and we've got people coming from all over, and we're we're so excited about that. So, um, we've got immersion coming up. Just want to mention that it starts June thirtieth. Uh, this is going to be a, a five-week immersion this time because we Love and Foji received an invitation to do a youth dunk, and uh, so that's kind of happening. So we're taking a week um, to do that, and then felt it'd be good to have a week space between uh, the youth dunk and then immersion. So that's going to be happening. So if you're interested in immersion, please zip an email to Love and Foji. 
um, and uh, they'll they'll get in touch with you. I, I don't know how many we have right now um, signed up. I think maybe like ten or twelve, and so. Uh, but we've got room for more. Come on. Yes, we do. We're ready for you. Yes, we are. <laughs> and so we are. We're, um, you know, probably our context these past days is really planting a lot, whether it's for the coming immersion or um, the barn or more things happening at the corner. There's just planting happening. And some of that's been very physical. We kind of got our garden going and. That was really exciting, and, and we're doing more of a herbal garden this year because uh, that's honestly just a bit easier for me to be faithful to, um, to to steward. And so we've got got all that planted, and just uh, the past uh, few days, I guess the end of last week, we got to plant the olive tree that Cape Town blessed us with uh, last summer. So we've been caring for it until spring was here and ready to be planted, and we felt like we knew exactly where it was supposed to be. And uh, so I was checking on it today, and and then uh, it's looking awesome. So yes, just very excited. And so this is our last Tuesday before Shavuot, um, and so one notice is that next Tuesday, May the twenty second. We will not have a podcast, right? Because we'll be uh, absent. Um, we'll be, yeah, we'll be. We won't be missing. We'll be somewhere. We'll yes. be in Oregon. Yes, we will. <laughs> With our our beautiful family there. So um, that be aware of, and and then of course our blessings to you. We are we are meeting here in Bixby uh, for a morning celebration of of Shavuot and um, and this harvest festival that Papa has given us. And we are seeing so much fruit right now as Papa continues to release from this floodgate. And so we know that this is a big day for us on on Sunday. And so we're going to embrace it and we hope you get to do the same. Yes. Yeah. We're very excited about, about Shavuot. I love um, if you're listening to the podcast before any feast, you'll hear me say how much I love that feast. And probably I love that feast more than any of the other feasts because I do love them all. I, you know, I'll never be able to explain what what happened to, to really us and our family when we started rehearsing uh, with the Lord. These just appointed times, these times that were set apart in our history that... Um, we're not meant to be forgotten, but meant to be uh, remembered and and entered into from where we are now so that we add to the story. You know, that's really the point. It's not about observing a law or, you know, having rigid rules. And and we're really creative in our celebrations. Um, you know, we, we're very creative with them. And because we're just, how would you have us celebrate this time? But we have... Um, become faithful to celebrating and to rehearsing because we just believe we're adding to the story and because we add somebody else may get to have a feast somebody else may get to um, experience the Lord in a way they haven't or for the first time and so that's that's why we do it and so Shavuot is on its way and uh, so last night we uh 
we got to enter into a new month, which is the month of Savan, and so the the crescent shofar, you know, lit the sky and and uh, invited us from that that Shabbat place to this place of what what do you have for us in this season? And it's incredible. We think of seasons as um, you know three month periods, you know, spring, summer, fall, and winter, but Papa put so many seasons within our story. Um, That's one thing I love about the time between Passover to Shavuot, that counting of the Omer, the the 49 days leading to that 50th day. Each one of those days is an appointed time to remember, to recount, to retell our stories. And we talked a bit about that last together. But He gives us so many of these appointed times because he wants to be with us, you know, and, and it's so easy to get caught up in, in, uh, other aspects, like I said before, rules or legality or that kind of thing. And it's just not that at all. It's, he wants to be with us. So he keeps sowing, you know, from the beginning, he sowed these invitations into our days, into our nights, into our months, you know, into our weeks and years. And so um, it's just, I'm just always amazed at how passionate he is for us. And so, you know, as we, we come into Savan, it's it's really an amazing month. It's an amazing appointment. Um, and when when the new month starts, basically God is just saying, hey, give this month to me. Give this collection of, you know, in Hebrew it would be, 29 or 30 days and Gregorian it would be 30 or 31 days but would you give these days to me would you see what I have in my heart for these days what I've sowed into these days so from his perspective it's all about giving us more and you know we just really aren't in a losing situation in this deal we just really aren't there's nothing but but blessing for us you know um so uh, Savan is when the Torah was given. And so it was given on the seventh day of that year. And and basically what that moment was, was God just was just offering his devotion to us. And he was just saying, I am covenanting, covenanting with you. I am telling you, I will not be moved from my devotion to you no matter what you do. And and then we, in turn, pledge our loyalty to Him. We will, be, we will be faithful. And, you know, I say we did because when we really reconcile ourselves to our history so that we can have His future, it, it is a collective we. Like, we were part of that. We get to experience that when we retell the story. Um, you know, one of the the beauties of Shavuot is is the people would stay up all night reading scripture and um, just recounting those stories. That was why um, it wasn't to see who memorized the most scripture. It was to retell those stories. Um, of who he was and and his faithfulness, and so um, Savan itself means beloved. It means united. It's it's all about things that were once separate, 
being reconciled to wholeness again. Like things that were, uh, that are apart being drawn together. And, you know, that's manifest in Shavuot with the waving of the two loaves of bread that are meant to be one feast for all people. Um, that's God's heart for us, that, um, that all of us would become one. And I was uh, reading some dreams that have come in lately, and there was one love had sent, but the whole dream was really about these groups that you never thought could reconcile together actually reconciling in praise and coming together in praise. And so the tabernacle of this season is the king, and uh, basically it means one flesh. So um, we've said this many times when talking about this month, but when a couple would get married in Hebrew culture, they would begin to call them the twins because they began to look so like each other as they were on the journey to become one. And that's that's such a picture for us. The more um, we understand our betrothal to the Lord and the more time we spend with Him, that's how we become to look more and more like Him because we're having these conversations and this communion that's, that's um, I don't know if it's as much changing us as revealing Him in us, and it just starts to come out more and more and more. And, uh, and then uh, the tribe, and I really can say I think this is the tribe that has, um, no, you know what, another month I'm going to say that tribe affected me the most. So anyway, I really <laughs> appreciate this tribe and what they, what their story adds to mine <laughs> and adds to ours. I'm just, I'm just going to stop it. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, you know what, I'm going to say it again, so I'm not going to keep saying that. But the, the tribe of this month is Zebulun. And they um, were an amazing tribe, and they had this, this um, experience where they were placed in a much different uh, type of landscape than a lot of the other tribes were. So they were placed at ocean fronts and rivers and um, mountains, and they struggled with where they were placed because most of the other tribes were in agricultural areas, so it was very clear where their provision was coming from, um, you know, how they would eat, how they would trade, how they would do these things, what they had to offer. And Zebulun just really couldn't see what their bounty was with where they'd been placed. So they would go off and they would work in other areas. And they, they were generous because they were working not just for themselves, but also for Issachar because they understood Issachar's call to study the word and to know the Torah because Issachar is a connector. It means connector. And so their role was to connect people to God and to the things that he said and the things that he did. So this was really important to Zebulun. So they would even go without food so that Issachar could eat. And then there was just, um, and I think it was when Joshua, you know, said, how long, how long will you wait to occupy what you've been given that Zebulun returned? And then they discovered that within the waterways, there had been provision all along. That, of course, when Papa prepares a place for us, he sows his provision right into it. He never 
leaves us without we need what we need. And so they find this little creature, the Chilizon, and I just picture it looking like a hermit crab kind of, but I really don't know. And so, but this Chilizon had blue dye in it, and that blue dye was what the Lord then invited to be used in tallits and priestly garments and tapestries. And so it actually became a very... Uh, you know, probably one of the more monetary provisions of the tribes was what they had. And the thing was, they had it the whole time. (laughs) They had it all along, but they just couldn't see it because it looked different than what everyone else had. And um, I feel like in that, you know, we can be in that place, what everybody else has, and not being able to see um, what we have. But also... Uh, Zebulon means habitation. And years ago, we had someone that always was saying he's coming not for a visitation, but a habitation, not for a visitation, but a habitation. And and I wonder sometimes if we're only prepared for a visit, you know, and when you have people come to visit and we're, we're all really good at that here with our sanctuaries, you know, there's a lot of people that stay in our homes here, which we absolutely love. Um, and so we're we're very prepared. You know, we oftentimes when somebody comes for our immersion, we don't necessarily know that they're leaving when immersion is over. <laughs> and actually at times people have, have stayed longer and then moved here and you know that's not our goal. But it presents this amazing picture of what are we prepared for? You know, when somebody does come to visit us, are we counting down the days until, and and I'm not talking about our sanctuaries here at all, (laughs) but in general, just as people, you know, just as real life people who have flesh and and things, you know, my dad (laughs) used to say that relatives were like fish. They started to stink after three days. And so (laughs) that was actually his rule when he would visit, he would not stay more than three days. (laughs) So, um, anyway, in that, though, are we, when we have just a natural physical guest, are we counting the days until they're gone? Are we preparing the way that they could stay longer, that they could stay however long God might want them to stay? So, in that, if if that's kind of how we, we can see each other, like, oh, you your flight got canceled, or you're... You know, oh, that fell through, so you need to stay another week. Ah, you know, because we had all these plans for when the person leaves. Do we do that with Papa? Do we do that with Jesus? Do we do that with El Shaddai? Are we only prepped and prepared for a visitation, but not a habitation? Because would him truly habitating with us kind of mess up our groove? You know, would it kind of mess us up in that way? And really, um, I've been I've been looking at that for me because I can be very plan oriented, and and I always want that to be his plan. But I can be <laughs> very attached to that plan, and then you know, um, learning to be more and more flexible. As honestly, very little looks like we think <laughs> in these days, and so I've definitely learned a lot of flexibility and a different kind of movement over the past few years, and I'm so glad, but but I'm aware of that in myself. I can be like, okay, this is how long until this is done, and, and I don't mean like a guess, but just something we're walking through. Okay, 
So I just have to get to this day and then um, we're done, you know, instead of if he's habitating this with me, if he is not only habitating me, but I'm, that's probably not even a word, but and I'm allowing him to be my habitation, I don't care how long it goes. I don't care. I no longer think of anything but lingering there. And so, you know, just a place to explore. Like I said, we're, we never say anything on here that we aren't, you know, it came to us for, <laughs> first and then we're like, hey, everybody needs to know this or ask this. But, but I, I do see it. I see it's much less, but there's still times where like, but no, like at two o'clock we were going to do this. And <laughs> uh, next week we were going to do this. And then it can be something wonderful that happens that interrupts it or disrupts it from where I'm sitting. And, and I've got to, I get to choose the wonder that it's full of instead of, but I was gonna, and really let him build a habitation for that season. Like, I don't know if that's going to happen again. I want to get the fullness of that experience. And, and one of the ways he's just been talking, uh, about this, we, you know, as you all know, <laughs> we've had a lot of construction at our house and, uh, we're so near the end. I think, um, I said, I think so that I wasn't, you know, making a plan, but we've gotten new windows. And one of the fabulous things about that is our windows before didn't have screens. So you could open the windows, but you didn't necessarily know what bug was going to come try to inhabit your space with you. And, and we have a few girls who aren't big fans of bugs, like flying around outside, but not in their space. So we couldn't open the windows very much. So now we're able to do that. And I just love to open them at night, and then in the morning, you have this cool, cool breeze. Or, you know, when I'm heading out to tent it, or to feed the horses, or walking, whatever it is, and there's just this cool breeze, and I always just think of of Genesis and the cool of the day. And uh, so I've been kind of exploring that as I've just been outside a lot more, and just enjoying that, and... So just really exploring what what the cool of the day is because it's something, you know, we've talked about before and we know that there are, are certain times in a day that welcome that in the natural, but the cool of the day is so much more than a cooler temperature. And so cool in Hebrew, the word for cool is actually ruach. So it's the spirit, the wind, the mind, the emotion and so when when we read in Genesis about God coming in the cool of the day, what that means is He was coming with the spirit of the day. Like He was ushering in the spirit of that day and what it was meant to be. And so that means every single day we have a divine appointment. We have a set-aside time, which could honestly happen any time during the day. And so when that comes, it's... It means, um, you know, it talked about walking with God, how Adam and Eve walked with God in the cool of the day. And so what does that look like for us? We may not all have a garden or a forest or places like that that we would kind of picture like Eden. But it, it means they walked in the cool of the day together to capture the joy of the moment and the joy of being loved. So that wasn't just Adam and Eve 
who were walking that moment, it was Papa. Like he was walking in the joy of being loved by them because there was nothing that separated them. There was nothing that kept them from expressing the fullness of their love to Papa in the cool of the day when he's coming and he's like, here's the spirit of this day. Here's what I feel today. Here's the emotion of this day. Here's what we can experience together. Like every single day he says that. But how often do we miss it? That just the joy of being loved, like knowing that every day he comes and he's like, well, this is the spirit of this day. This is the um, the idea of going or the manner of life, which is another thing that ties back to walk, walking in Hebrew, that halak means the idea of going or the manner of life. So he comes and he's like, would you walk with me in the manner of life I've sown into this day? Like in the fullness of what I've sown into this day. He's just basically saying, let's capture every moment of this experience. Let's let's feel together the emotion and the the heart and the truth of of what this day is for. And uh so it allows us to understand, you know, we can often get into meetings and we're looking for the move of the Spirit. But my goodness, this move of Spirit happens every single day and He comes at some appointed time. Do we know that time? We do not, which is just that picture of we don't know when He returns. But He asks us to be prepared and so He comes every day ready to move the Spirit, ready to release the Spirit for us, with us, so that we can enjoy together with Him. And so why would we uh, not know when the cool of the day is here? Because we get distracted. Because we just get distracted. and, And that's why, you know, earlier in this story, the Lord said to Adam, where are you? You know, basically saying, why did you get distracted? Why did you start focusing on other things? And um, and and translated what he really said was, why were you removed by my from my heart by cares? Like, why were you removed from me by things that I'm the one who would take care of for you? I've already provided. I've already put this provision in the day. Um, and so when we're distracted... When we're aiming at something different, we can't face Him anymore. We can't enjoy that moment with Him. And He's always ready to enjoy the moment with us. And we get the choice, will we cling to Him or will we cling to sin? Will we cling to that thing that we did or will we respond to this invitation to return? Because every single day we have that invitation. You know, not just at a feast, not just at a... um, celebration but every single day the wind whispers return you know it says come come back you're distracted why why did you start looking at all the things that I've already provided for but you're so worried about them and then we get to begin to enjoy that moment and being distracted keeps us from recognizing when the cool of the day is in each day I think we're invited to be much more aware of when he wants to move so we get to be part of it not not surprised by it or not having it pass us right by cuz we just weren't um prepared for him to be a habitation if he's going to be a habitation and we're going to 
uh, inhabit him, that means we're going to be aware every day of where he is and what he's doing and just enjoying being loved with him. Yeah. So. So. (laughs) I almost waited. You you did, yes. I'm, I'm trying not to say that because, yeah. I'm trying to find a different end, but I, but then it's just blank, and and then I feel awkward, and that's why I say so. But yeah, good say. No, I just made it really awkward. So yeah. that's uh, awesome. in a good way. And, and, yeah, sure. <laughs> well, good good week, everyone, and we bless your Shavuot, and um, for you to be present and for you to receive all that Papa has and follow him and everything that he does. Yeah, and we will we won't get to talk with you next week, but we will return two weeks from this week with a podcast with I'm sure lots of amazing things to share from Oregon and just things that happened here while we're gone and uh Yes. It's gonna be great. Very much so. Be blessed everyone. Love you.